unfortunately, our society and not just the entertainment industry is very vain. What did it say? You did not get the job again. So I was like, fuck you guys. Like, if you guys aren't going to want me, I'm going to want myself. Hello and welcome to Driven, the podcast that dives deep into the world of business, fitness, self-improvement, and just becoming the best version you can be. This podcast aims to inspire, educate, and motivate by sharing valuable experiences, lessons, and tips on personal and professional growth. So buckle up and let's get started on this exciting journey. When we first heard of you, I started listening to on on uh, Kali 93.9. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I, so, I, was, I'm like, I wonder how they got in contact with me. <laughs> Or yeah, like how they so, found so out about me. That's how we found out about you. And I know like you would mention from time, time to time that you had your podcast, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, more than anything, you wanted to educate the Hispanic community w- when it comes to finance, because I know that's something for us we had to learn on our own. Mm-hmm. And so that's something we, you know, we're like, man, you know, this guy actually wants to do something for the community like us. Uh, that's why we're also doing the social media. Uh, just to give back a little bit more, because... In our case, we would have loved, and I'm pretty sure you would agree, yeah. we would have loved to have someone to tell us or guide us or give us the direction of, you know, how to become successful, or how to just make a little bit more money, how to save, how not to go into debt, because we went into debt. Yeah. And so, I'm still in debt, so don't trip. <laughs> okay. So if anybody wants to pay for my student loans, let me know. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, we would have liked that. Uh, but just to get into it, how's your experience working at uh, 93.9? Uh, it's, it's amazing. I'm about to hit uh, four years, depending on when you're hearing this. But in 2024, in January 14, mm-hmm. I'll hit uh, four years in Cali 93.9. And it's been a beautiful experience, you know, just working alongside great people like Angelica Valle, Sergio Catalan, Karina Mansur, Luisa, Angie, who's not there. She's now at Live Nation. But it's a blessing because just within our team, there's just so much diversity and so much energy that mm-hmm. it's so attractive. I always love to say that when I was in my previous job, I learned like the technical side of radio, but it wasn't until I started working at Cali 93.9. And I want to say specifically with Angelica that I learned to love radio. Okay. And I don't think it's just radio. It's just the aspect of entertaining because yeah. uh, they do say that you are the summation of the five people yeah. that you spend the most yeah. time with. And maybe they're not the best with finance because we've talked about it, <laughs> but. <laughs> they are hella entertaining people yeah. and that's contagious yeah for sure how'd you get started though because i know i would like to know how to get into like if i wanted to get into the entertainment industry yeah. how do i even get into you know a known station yeah, in los well, angeles uh, tell me about it like obviously <laughs> like as latinos i'm sure when yeah. you guys started a business it's like well how do i even start a yeah. business yeah. for me it was very similar it's like how do i get into the entertainment industry i have no family i have no leverage i just have a it's a kid with a passion and dreams and that was literally me since a young age i started watching novelas and yeah it wasn't even because of my mom. So many people think like, oh, tu mamá veía novelas. I'm like, yeah. nah, it was my dad. <laughs> and I would like sit down and watch him with him because that's what he would do when he would come home from work tired as hell. And um, I was like, you know what? That's what I want to do. I started taking, I was super shy in high school. I started taking acting classes in high school. Just like, me metía en la boca del lobo. I was like, yeah. fuck it. Like, I'm going to, I don't know if we can cuss. But, oh, you're, you're okay, good. Cool. You're good. <laughs> but I was just like, you know what? I'm going to try it out and I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be brave and daring. Mm-hmm. And little by little, I started taking improv classes, which definitely, if anybody wants to go into TV, radio, acting, improv, Mm-hmm. Podcasting inclusive. Okay. 
improv is your best friend because yeah. you're just going to uh learn how to yes and that's basically the premise of improv it's like whatever somebody says yes, yes and mm. you sway yeah. the conversation switch the conversation yeah. or add on you never want to kind of like and nah. it, no because then you sound like a douche <laughs> <laughs> you know or uh-huh. you know and i've learned it and i've seen it with angelica but to make a long story short i finished my bachelor's degree at cal state san bernardino in marketing i was doing acting but then a lot of my friends who were you know graduating they were like we're working at blockbuster at the time you know when it was still open and you know kudos to them for reaching out the dreams but obviously growing up latino yeah i was all like well my parents came to this country and mm-hmm. with nothing i actually want to do something but i want to chase my dreams so majoring in business marketing was just uh similar mm-hmm. to to i guess performative like marketing was a performative aspect of it because like you're performing or you're yeah. educating on a brand or you're creating campaigns etc etc uh but while i finished it um i was able to intern for univision for two years unofficially paid so i had to pay my dues and i was interviewing during that time yeah. and i was getting rejected etc cetera, etc cetera. and and 2016 i was like you know what i've gotten rejected so many times from univision and don says i went on a europe trip with uh, two of my friends and there i got an email from them and lo and behold Mm-hmm. What did it say? You did not get the job again. So I was like, fuck you guys. Like, if you guys aren't going to want me, I'm going to want myself. Yeah. So I learned how to edit. I learned how to record myself. I learned how to get comfortable in front of a camera, in front of a mic. And I started my uh, YouTube channel called Echale. It was okay. first started as a YouTube channel. And I was doing that for six months. Then Univision called me and was like, hey, we got an opportunity for you. And I got the job. I put my YouTube channel in the back burner. But it was because I knew how to edit, because mm-hmm. I knew how, I like, you know, how to talk and whatnot and all this other stuff that these transferable skills led me into uh, producing the morning show at Univision, which is Caleb Radio. Did okay. that for two and a half years. Then they called me for Cali. And yeah, so that was little story. There's a yeah. lot of little things in between, but uh-huh. tampoco quiero. <laughs> Soy hablador, no, no. Oh, yeah, no, no worries. Um, and that's something I had to work on because I know um, I'm more of a reserved person, and so like talking in front of a camera, that's something new. And I know you said like that's also a good way to learn. Either go to improv or you know start a podcast, which is what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just a little bit getting out of my shell because also um, I want to touch up on the upbringing. Yeah, because. Uh, we're both Mexican. Our parents are Mexican. They came to this country. Who's to- older? Who's younger? I'm older by... Uh, well, I'm 29 and you're t- 27. Fuck. I'm 32, y'all. Okay. Okay, no me Yeah. pollito. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely, like, it's just... Um, uh, I think starting more than anything. Not waiting for anyone and just starting, like you mentioned. Yeah. Though. It's kind of like being uh, brave and taking risks and you know embracing the fear i feel like so many of us latinos are stuck in the fear and stuck in the what if like ay me encantaría hacer esto por why don't you do it por qué mm-hmm. no lo haces yeah. and thank god i've always been that person that doesn't mean i don't get stuck in fear from time to time and it prevents yeah. me or slows things down but i never want to live in the what if and i've always been like all right you know what i'm going to take a chance on me and if it works out it works out and if it doesn't at least i tried mm-hmm. and i'm not going to regret it no yeah. regrets you know no, no. <laughs> no regrets 
<laughs> definitely and just uh bringing it back to the upbringing i, I know you you said your parents came here uh maybe oh, to look for a better opportunity our parents did the same thing with us uh, we're actually we were born in mexico we're, oh really yeah what we're part? here on daca where? Uh, we're daca you're daca even better oh my god i have so many questions <laughs> oh no that, that uh definitely uh, yeah a lot of people don't know that but we're uh we're daca yeah. we got it when we just i graduated high school and then you in uh, high school 18 years old yeah oh, 16 yeah yeah it was recent when it passed so it was not too long ago we got it dang and how did how does it feel like as business owners like you know obviously we're going into a presidential uh, election oh. year that things could change but it's like you guys are living proof that undocumented people like deserve to be here daca recipients deserve to be here you're paying taxes yeah. like you this is your home this is your country yeah, and it's it ah, sorry i'm so passionate about sometimes no. politics no definitely <laughs> like well, we, we are too in certain things so like we, we could talk about it yeah sure. yeah well we'll see where this conversation yeah. goes but that's awesome what part in mexico uh we're closer to DF. Okay. um it's a small pueblo not okay. a lot of people know it but we just say uh, the Distrito Federal because a lot oh, of people know it. Mexico City. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, so now it's the Pueblo. Like, you gotta shout it out. I also thought people didn't know Tinguindin, Michoacán. Uh, no, it's uh, Tepetlixpa. 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 Okay. I, know, I know sometimes it's like the Pla. Like, yeah, yeah, te yeah. Tepetlixpa. It's, it's like two hours south of uh, Mexico City. Like, yeah. next to Puebla. Around okay. Puebla. Like, very close to Puebla. Okay, yeah. Yes. I've always found like, yo, say it. People gotta learn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. So, um, I know you also said you went to uh, business school or mm -hmm. uh, business and marketing. Yeah. I, I know it, it was a case for us, but it was a less of a case where we kind of feel pressure to give back to our parents and we kind of feel pressure to go to to go to college, mm -hmm. uh, get a higher education, because especially, uh, you know, me working regular jobs, I used to work at the Superior, I used to work at warehouses. A lot of the older señoras, I used to call them señoras, uh, they would say, mijo, tienes que ir a la escuela, no tienes que, you know, you don't have to be here. Did you feel you were, in, in a way, have a pressure to give back to your parents by going to college? Or do you feel like you were forced? Because I know a lot of people, especially younger people, uh, who have parents that are uh, migrating from, from yeah. another country, they kind of feel the same way. I feel like, undoubtedly, like, as the eldest of three mm -hmm. boys, like, college was definitely pushed, and school was definitely pushed way more on me than it was on my brothers. Like, for me, I had to be the one who graduated college. So, yes, it was like, oye, vas a ser doctor, you're going to be a lawyer, you're going to be an accountant. That's all they really knew, the, mm -hmm. the whole conventional aspect, the enfermero. So, of course, I went to school, and I was straight-A student, basically, because parents are always toughest on the first ones. I'm sorry if you're, like, the <laughs> second one. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's it. like, you can come home with an A- minus and they're going to beat your ass. Yeah. You come home with the That's C. The, yeah. You're good, Miko. That's true. <laughs> you try. Like, it kind of was the case. Yeah, huh? that was the case. Yeah. yeah. So, it, was, it literally was the case like that from my brothers. Like, I came home with the A. The middle child came home with the B. The little one came home with the C. And it's like, y'all good. And I'm like, no the fuck yeah. uh so yes college was pushed but i was also academically um i i'd have to say because i loved the entertainment aspect and mm -hmm. memorization and whatnot like i have a really good memory so when it came to like test taking and whatnot i was just mm -hmm. like all right memorized and then regurgitated and then forgot mm -hmm. type of yeah. uh, person and school was always fun easy to me i'm not even gonna lie then college came and i just didn't know what to major uh but i did feel obviously from my older cousins too like your parents came to this country uh your parents got this far just for you to get this far um like 
I wanted to major in acting. They were so against that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, you know what? I have to be realistic here. It doesn't happen for a lot of people. And it doesn't yeah. happen for a lot of people in our community. Maybe it happens a lot more in Mexico. Uh, but then there's also this notion of colorism. But then there's also this notion of my parents aren't going to let me go uh, live in Mexico City. How yeah. am I going to pay yeah. for stuff in Mexico City? How am I going to compete with people who actually speak the language very well? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to do marketing and see how this goes. But I'm still going to be able to chase my mm-hmm. dreams and working at Univision, which is also shooting for the stars because so many people start in smaller companies right and work yeah. their way up and Univision is like that's where they end up and that's where I started and I mm-hmm. think I was lucky yeah uh, to do so but I was always the black sheep in the family in that sense because I saw what what family pressures do mm-hmm. um, when you're being forced to do something that you don't want. The eldest of my cousins, he's an engineer. Love him and great. I do feel that he's a great at what he does. He's made a lot of money. I don't think that's his passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he enjoys it, right? Yeah. He enjoys it. So, yeah. but he make, and he makes a lot of money and he makes good money and he's invested so much and um, that I am envious in a good way. Uh, yeah. But I know it's like, well, does that fulfill you? I don't know. I I don't think so because he said he really loved communication, but he's like that was just too easy. And I'm like, well, I mean, you didn't really do it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you just kind of studied it. It's completely different. Then the second uh, eldest uh, cousin, my, since my eldest cousin was like an engineer, he like started, hey, you should be an engineer. You should be an engineer. And so slowly but surely, they were indoctrinating me as well. Mm, the okay. second cousin, when he got to Cal State Northridge he hated it he hated engineering he graduated with like another major but he didn't tell his parents until towards like almost towards graduation hey i didn't graduate with engineering because i hated it Mm -hmm. and it was like because i saw him being pressured so much by our family like oh yeah and not follow his dreams as soon as i got to college i was like no no. Mm-hmm. no, yo no voy a hacer lo que ustedes quieren, yo voy a hacer lo que se me dé la gana. No, yeah. pero mira, no, no me importa, no me importa. Pero tus papás llegaron, how are you going to? Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care. I was literally that guy with mm-hmm. my family. I was like, I don't care. I'm going to major in acting. I don't care. Voy a seguir mis sueños. No me importa, no me importa, no me importa. Luckily, like, that worked. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, family definitely plays a big role. I love my family. They meant the best, but. I also believed in myself. So whenever people, uh, when my parents asked, like, oye, qué bueno que seguiste tus sueños. And I'm like, yeah, qué bueno que seguí mis instintos. Mm-hmm. Porque si hubiera seguido los instintos de ustedes, no hubiera llegado a ningún lado. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, because in, in a way we were kind of similar, but I know we had more freedom with our parents. No, yeah. Uh, my parents were a lot more, like, lenient. Because I, I remember I was, I started going to, uh, like. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> and that's one of the things that I appreciated about them. And I think it's one of the reasons why we became relatively, uh, or becoming relatively successful is because of the leniency and the trust that they uh, instilled in us. And they I'm gave us. i my parents that. I'm like, I'm not successful because you guys were <laughs> kidding, No, I mean, I don't, I, I, they, that's the thing that I think they mean well. But I yeah. think it's how they grew up, how their parents were towards them. And I think that just translates to them. And then that would translate to us. And so I think the fact that they were very like I, I don't want to say lenient but they were very like just 
they trusted us with what we were doing like i was going to college but then dropped out you know like i feel like money was more of a necessity at the immediate uh sense so that's why i dropped out and then at some point we you know we started i you started working at jobs and then we just started um uh started a business like started like selling clothing we we've done a lot of things selling clothing we've sold that swap meets we sold that a lot of different things and so that's one of the things you know like we wanted just something more and that's uh, and then i think business is something that we saw that was the was something that could get get us to like retiring my parents and so uh, granted we don't we didn't have that life experience so we just saw you know youtube videos we just saw people like business and so we just went all in on that and but the fact that they were very like trusting of what we did i think it allowed us to just do our thing and then just continue doing it and luckily we're in a better place now and let me tell you like just because you dropped out doesn't make you mm -hmm. any less than anybody who graduated with a business degree yeah because what you guys are doing here it, they don't teach you in business school unfortunately <laughs> like it, and it sucks and i'm gonna be completely honest and maybe mm -hmm. in other universities not in mine and i went to cal state san Bernardino, and i loved the program i took accounting classes i think that was probably the most helpful and i only mm -hmm. took one or two because my major was marketing marketing i was like all right i can see how i can apply that to my business but if i wanted like management and whatnot it has to be hands-on mm -hmm. you have to go mm -hmm. and start a business you can't just kind of read about yeah. it learn about it like yep. you actually have to go and do business in order to fully immerse yourself so if, for example if you guys wanted to go back to business school i think it would be way more beneficial because now you have real world experience mm -hmm. in order to bring it back i and that was that's so many people's case like you know we graduate with a business degree and then it's like well you, we want to be managers but do you have any manager <laughs> yeah. experience yeah well not really and then i got my master's right away so i took like a semester off and i got my master's right away in business marketing and when i did my master's so many people had like 10 mm -hmm. years of experience so that they could relate back into the class i was just like Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like maybe I should have waited, but if I waited, I probably wouldn't do my master's. Yeah, yeah. And, and so then, with uh, from your point of view, do you think uh, college or graduating from college is necessary or something that would be good to get? I think the education system is fucked up. Yeah, I think uh, I think getting an education at a school or at a university. Mm -hmm. I would still recommend my kids to do it. What yeah. I hate is the the corporation, the business that mm. it has become. You know, yeah. it's I, I can't find the word, but literally, it's un negocio. Ahora es un negocio. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. At Definitely. the end of the day, the rising cost of tuition it's not our way. Like, if my kids want to major in business and whatnot, I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're yeah. teaching finance at a very young age. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to run a business, let's let's look at what you could like. You want to do a lemonade stand? All right, cool. How much is your lemons going to cost? How much mm -hmm. is the jar going to cost? How much yeah. table? How much time are you going to invest? Like, what is your ROI? <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I, I would do that. And then, okay, cool. Now that you have some experience, maybe let's go to college. Let's get your 529 plan out and let's mm -hmm. go, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, if they want to be a doctor, obviously, yeah, go to no, school. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, go to school, yeah. right? But a therapist and when, when you actually need a degree. But I just feel like these rising costs in universities, it's stupid. It's mm -hmm. stupid. Yeah. I literally saw a video that um, we as Americans or here in the United States, we pay taxes mm -hmm. to the government. Yeah. Yeah. The government, these taxes are supposed to be for like our health care, 
schools, mm-hmm. roads, etc. So we're already paying taxes on that. They give, give these like, um, whether it be grants, loans, whatever, mm-hmm. to healthcare systems, to schools and universities. Yeah. Then after we've already paid taxes, which these yeah. things should already be free, yeah. we still got to pay for them. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute, this, make this make sense because the math ain't mathing. Yeah. Like you're already taking my taxes for these necessities. You're giving that money mm-hmm. to these businesses and corporations. But then my after-tax money, I still have to use that to pay for yeah. college and university or healthcare. Like, nah, something is wrong with the system. No, definitely. Um, and, and so, like, um, so you, I, guess, I guess from one of the things that I got from that is, uh, I guess it kind of also does depend on where they're doing or what they're going for right like yeah. doctors lawyers uh accountants engineers you're probably necessity but what about if that's not not of their interest would you say just going out and getting that experience is a uh, like something that someone should do like getting that experience and yeah, running a business first and for example? yeah uh, as business as an example yeah instead yeah. of like uh going to college first per se uh i would definitely say um try it out mm-hmm. try it out and maybe not a four-year university like going straight right. into a four-year because they're getting expensive like even the cheapest ones are now expensive but try community college try a couple yeah. classes see what uh you like and whatnot and i think this is probably why i love uh mexico's education system you go straight which is also bad and wrong mm-hmm. like you go straight into the career that you want to do like mm-hmm. i had friends who uh, wanted to major in business They just took business classes for four years, as opposed to here in the United States. You take an array of things and then you're like, all right, well, let me see what I like. And Mm -hmm. I only take two years of studying that subject. Uh, And I feel like maybe we should indoctrinate that into, um, I don't know, K through 12. Like, what do you like? And then maybe just go straight into the career that you want. Mm -hmm. That's why. Now I encourage so many people, go to community college. One, it's cheaper. You're going to have to take the GEs anyways. Mm -hmm. Uh, So might as well do them at a community college. Yes, you're probably missing out on a lot of the social aspect. That I do love and I do recommend anybody who goes to college get involved. Mm -hmm. Like You will learn way more about life and business and PR and customer service when you get involved in an organization and whatnot. Um, as opposed to just being if you're just going to go to school and be book smart it's not going to take you anywhere in life i'm sorry like mm-hmm. i don't care but you don't have social skills you don't have people skills yeah you're going to be a robot no so. that's definitely no but uh, on my end i think i was luckier because uh, i know following your footsteps uh, uh-huh. you were he was two years ahead of me uh-huh. and so i didn't even go to college <laughs> i didn't even go. apply and uh my parents were they were kind of we had that freedom but they were kind of like hey i would like for you to be a doctor but kind of like how you said and just bringing it back um that pressure what kept you going knowing you knowing you still had that pressure because one thing is like i don't know if you like got to a certain limit to where like okay it pretty much broke the the bottle or, or you know whatnot mm-hmm. and uh what what kept you going i wanted to prove to myself i i mean there was a uh i want to prove to everybody that i can follow my dreams especially my family like oh my mom's always been the type of person you always have the last laugh like you always have no te dejes a nadie you always get the last laugh be smart about it be tactical about it but always have the last laugh so when push came to shove i was like hell no y'all ain't gonna put me down Mm -hmm. like i already have grit because i mean i'm the eldest you've already pushed this i've already have already grew up with traumas like give me one more yeah Uh, failure is not gonna be an option for me Mm -hmm. and uh um 
so yeah, I just wanted to prove to myself that I could do it and I wanted to prove them wrong uh, more than anything. And yeah, I think it was the notion of the what if. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What if I actually tried? Mm-hmm. What if I actually started a podcast? Yeah. What if I actually sent out an email and said, hey, I want to work with you guys. How do I do it? Yeah. Like, what if I never did that? Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know because I did. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just going off the fact, I think it's also good for people to find a reason why they're mm-hmm. going to do the thing they're going to do. For you, yeah. it was you wanted to prove yourself. You wanted to prove other people who may have doubted you. For us, it was, you know, we wa- we wanted to give back to our parents, provide yeah. in any, any way possible. And it's just like nothing else mattered. People, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, you guys are... They didn't say that, but you know, like they look at us like we look average. Yeah, we look average. You know, to uh, I was like same. Like, yeah. <laughs> just three average Latinos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so definitely, like regardless, because you're gonna have your ups and downs in business, or even pursuing a career in the entertainment industry, pursuing a career in something else, you're always gonna have your ups and downs. But I think when you're at your lowest, it's always remembering why you're mm. doing it, and I think it's always important for someone to have that why yeah and i think you were saying like a breaking point low point i think for me was obviously i gave myself a cutoff time Mm -hmm. i was like 25 like that's gonna be when i stopped chasing my dream ish and obviously i was like i was interviewing i was volunteering i wasn't getting paid i was driving from fontana to la to usc to cal poly to have these events and i'm like i already know everybody there like what is wrong with me more than anything because Mm -hmm. then you start having imposter Mm -hmm. syndrome and that is huge in the entertainment industry Mm -hmm. like we never think we're good enough we always want validation you know uh and um yeah and it just got to the point where i was like you know what i need to reframe it if they don't want me i'm gonna want myself and i'm gonna give myself the skills uh necessary to learn or put myself out there Mm -hmm. and i think that goes along with now with my podcast as well it's like okay well thank god i'm where i'm at in radio but i want more Mm -hmm. like i i think independence is huge for a lot of people as they get older like we don't want to work for a company even Mm -hmm. though we're grateful for a company we want to have our leeway like we are the generation that we want our cake and we want to be able to eat it too (laughs) you know we don't want to i mean i i guess i get loyalty to a company right uh statistically speaking like if you jump around every two years you know you'll increase your salary or your pay range Mm -hmm. uh i mean i've stayed in my company for four years but because i love my team yeah more than and and it's also harder in the entertainment industry so how am i trying to generate income doing the stuff that i love via a podcast like it's very similar to radio social Mm -hmm. media trying to get paid through that too so it's like now there's uh, non-traditional ways to generate income that I'm also trying to tap into. So, well, what are some of those? I just when you said that, like, what are some of those like non-traditional ways of income? Well, I mean, non-traditional ways would be like your Uber driver, your DoorDash okay. driver. I mean, mm-hmm. I haven't done that. I considered it, but I was like, I already drive way too much yeah. from Fontana to Burbank. Uh, that I already put miles on my yeah. two-year-old carrito that almost yeah. has sixty thousand miles, and I'm like, it's two years old, y'all. Yeah. Uh, but no, but yeah, social media. When like they hit me up, like, hey, we want mm-hmm. you to promote something mm-hmm. on social media, and I'm like, all right, cool. Like, well, let me figure out how I 
can negotiate. Mm-hmm. Um, like, all right, this is how much I charge. Which I'm like, if you want an Instagram story, like mm-hmm. I can charge you for a hundred. If you want three Instagram stories, I'll do two fifty because you yeah. know, giving you a discount. If you want a hard post, I'm gonna charge you seven hundred. You know, and then or so mm-hmm. forth. Do you want like a whole commercial shoot? Like I just did one with. Um, with uh honda and they paid me seven grand and i was like all right let's get more of those yeah you know and then uh commercials on my podcast Mm -hmm. yeah i that means i signed up with uh with an agency and you know they look for the the money and then they just get 30 percent of the ad revenue Mm -hmm. and then i keep the 70 percent. but they're doing the the labor uh for it and if i get one on the side on my own then that's all completely for Mm -hmm. me because that's under the contract not just my base pay in radio but every time i do a commercial for radio Mm -hmm. that's an additional money so yeah and and that comes with investing in myself physically because unfortunately our society and not just the entertainment industry is very vain Mm -hmm. so that means i have to be present i have to look Mm -hmm. presentable yeah Yeah. whether it be with a haircut (laughs) but unfortunately like that means i I love working out which is a comp like a really good but i also have to be physically prepared Mm-hmm. to be like hey we're gonna have a photo shoot hell yeah let's go <laughs> like you know or the senoras commenting or the girls commenting on social media i'm like well yeah that creates engagement yeah clients love engagement you know my lgbtq plus community love you too thank you for all the messages and all the dms uh-huh. not gay but i appreciate <laughs> them you know like todavía les mando sus corazoncitos yeah. you know so yeah it's i i i am such a pr person okay. like i majored in marketing marketing and they're like yeah. well you majored in marketing what's the brand you're marketing me yourself you should become influencers <laughs> no we should probably become influencers i know That's a lot of money but uh circling back uh i would think i mean just how i mentioned how we found you it's uh on the radio yeah uh, on, the radio. <laughs> on the radio and then just uh circling back to imposter syndrome because i hear that a lot mm-hmm. but uh, could you elaborate on that like why do you consider that you know or why do you have those thoughts uh well definitely like working for companies like univision you're just like why me like you especially in the beginning like i didn't know anything about radio i knew how to edit youtube i didn't know how to edit audio Mm -hmm. and it was completely different and i was like learning and obviously there's always going to be a learning curve i always say when you go to a new job three to six months is Mm -hmm. the learning curve like allow yourself to mess up Mm -hmm. and allow yourself uh, now obviously this is through time i didn't know this when i first started but i always say like ask as many questions like there's no such thing as a stupid question and if they get frustrated at at you like it's okay because it's just going to be making your job better in Mm -hmm. the long run because later on you're not going to ask questions and somebody else is going to do um well, like when they hire somebody else, somebody else is going to be needing that and you're going to be more willing to do so. Uh, but obviously in the entertainment industry, there's so many A-type personalities where they're loud and mm-hmm. whatnot. Yeah. And you're just like, mira todo el talento que yo tengo. Y you're just like, wow, that's great, you know? And um, that was at Univision. When I got to Cali, obviously imposter syndrome as am I good enough to stand next to an Angelica Vale? Yeah. Am I good enough to talk on air and keep up a conversation and not choke or break mm. or follow through with my conversation or make a fun, like, am I even funny compared yeah. to her? Mm-hmm. You know, like, am I, am, am, 
I don't know. Like it might just eye candy <laughs> at, the, at some point, <laughs> you know. So, so yeah, you get that imposter syndrome, and in this industry, like that's why I say one of my love languages is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. And luckily, like I get that from my closest friends. Um, and, and yeah, like and even at work, I get so much words of affirmation from Angelica, from my coworkers. Like, hey, mm-hmm. you're a great producer. You're talented. And I'm like, I feel like they mean it right mm-hmm, and i'm yeah. like i'm just gonna keep that feeling right yeah. that like i'm doing something mm-hmm. all right and then it gets to the point where confidence can be confused as cockiness mm-hmm. okay but i'm like i'm very confident in what i do because i know i can do it well and i know i can do it better than most people but because my surroundings have gave me that um that validation but that validation has also been shown it with numbers mm-hmm. and has been shown mm-hmm. with kindness like i'm never going to treat somebody and put somebody down mm-hmm. and whatnot like and i'm i try to you know like yo every time i interact with somebody you're always going to get a smile you're always going to get like my good energy yeah because i want that to be the first impression i want longevity in this mm-hmm. career right and and i was just having a conversation with like an actor from my pueblo and so many people uh, that they say like oh you couldn't break or you couldn't handle the entertainment industry it's not that you couldn't do the work it's that everything else it can be so stressful that that's what breaks you mm-hmm. you know interactions mm-hmm. with people you have to just constantly put up a show yeah, you know, like oh, you see, como estás? I see tanto tiempo sin verte, and you're just like, what the hell is their name? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> are you naturally introverted or extroverted? I am a natural extrovert. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a nat- I feel like I'm a natural extrovert since I was a kid. Uh, but as you get older, you do tend to be like. I'm not. I'm okay with not talking. I'm okay. <laughs> Before in college, I hated silence. I hated silence where I was just like, if we were to have this podcast and it'd be like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) awkward, you know, but I've learned to embrace the silence because I love just going into my thoughts and being like, okay, so what are you going to do tomorrow? So you hear me talking in the radio um, from like 5 to 10 a.m. And Mm -hmm. then uh, during the day, I hardly talk. Yeah. And like, unless, but when you get me in the phone call with my friends and whatnot, like pff, chatterbox all the yeah. way. And I also ask that because I know us, we're naturally reserved. We're more, mm-hmm. if you could lab, put a label on it, which yeah. uh, I don't like labels, but if you, if you could uh, put a label on it, uh, we're more introverted. Mm-hmm. And so with that, uh, like in our business, we're e-commerce. We don't have to deal with customers every day. Granted, we are doing the social media, so we have yeah. to get out of the shell, you know, talk to people, you know, yeah. be alive on camera. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you think in the radio industry or in the t- entertainment industry, you have to be an extrovert to make it? No. No? No. I've seen uh, radio hosts who are ex- uh, introverts, mm-hmm. but when they turn on that mic, they're extroverts okay you know yeah so so you don't mm-hmm. you just need a personality you need a voice you need intention with mm-hmm. every word that you say you need infliction like you can't just sound m- monotone yeah you have to uh you know tell a story with mm-hmm. with your voice there's a thing called theater of the mind if you can just close your eyes and just listen to this person talk and take you through a story mm-hmm. and a journey okay then 
then you got what it takes. It's not like it was in the past where Muy buenos días, bienvenidos a You know, those days are gone. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, podcasting and radio intertwine a lot in terms of any, everybody has a personality. It's Mm -hmm. just, do you have the personality that that radio station is looking for Mm -hmm. you know how's it going everyone if you found any value or found one thing that helped you out in today's episode you would love it if you could share the podcast with your friends family or colleagues who you think could benefit from it let's spread the knowledge and create a positive impact no i mean because i I would think you had to be an extra you had to be all like you know pumping up but i mean that's something good and then also follow-up question to that what would you recommend for someone wanting to get into the entertainment industry? Because I know, like, uh, how you mentioned growing up, you didn't know or you, you didn't have a clear direction of how do I even get started? Mm-hmm. You know, who do I talk to? What emails do I send? How can I get in, you know, my foot in the door? Yeah. Okay. So, entertainment industry, first and foremost, uh, there's a space for everyone. So don't think like it's it is hyper competitive, but there's room for everybody like you want it. It's ambition and it is perseverance and it is never ending. And yeah, so just be okay with no's, but definitely take an improv class. I think improv is Mm -hmm. going to make you literally just witty and have a comeback or saying with any conversation. Mm -hmm. Like there's literally been times callers have tried to pull a fast one on you. And obviously you're just not going to be like. (laughs) you know like you gotta make it funny you gotta you gotta Mm -hmm. yes and and i've done it with business clients i've Mm -hmm. done it with uh friends i've done it with people i just met it's improv you gotta be witty you gotta feel the vibe feel the energy and that's what improv teaches you and i was a super shy i think i was a natural extrovert growing up within my family because i was comfortable with them yeah but then it's like how do i express myself freely amongst strangers Right. And then obviously now as you get older, you start observing like I'm, I love people watching, you know, where you're just like, all right, that's that vibe. That's that vibe. Like when I go to networking events, I'm there to network. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm like, who do I need to network? Like I'm the brand or Cali is the brand, mm-hmm. but I'm an observer. And then I'm like, I see the energy and I see the vibe and then I just try to match it. Um, but so definitely take an improv class if you could uh if you want to go into tv if you want to go into radio if you want to go into tv start a youtube channel okay start a youtube channel uh if you want to do something like el gordo y la flaca e-news whatnot but practice those skills you don't need now to you might need to know the technical stuff uh, by taking a class, but it doesn't have to be at a university. Community colleges have great programs. Like, oh my God, they just started a podcasting program at uh, San Bernardino Valley Community mm-hmm. College, and they have a decked out uh, yeah. podcasting room that is free for its students. And you're just mm-hmm. like, look at these resources that are free to the community. And you can just kind of go and ask and take a class or sit down in a class because you could do that. Like, mm-hmm. you don't need to pay for a class. Just sit down and maybe see if you like it and then take it the next semester. But if you're going to start the TV, start YouTube. That way you're comfortable talking in front yeah. of the camera. If you want to start a podcast, start it. Mm-hmm. Start it and be like, just start talking. You're probably going to be like, man, I didn't like that. The first time I started the podcast, even though I had already done radio, it's different. In radio, I don't get to cuss. In radio, mm-hmm. there's certain things I can't say. In podcast, it's like, 
this is who I am. In radio, I'm an exaggerated version of my daily life. Mm. But because we're there to entertain. For my podcast, I want to entertain and I want to inform. So it's more of my reality, right? So, so yeah, if you want to go into radio, start a podcast. Because you're going to need to know how to, one, speak to a mic or and on whatnot and then how to hold the conversation you got to be comfortable hearing your own voice yeah and you got to be comfortable you know just having yes being able to run with a conversation and yeah. go with it what about equipment do you need the best equipment no you okay. don't so obviously you got some really cool sure mics <laughs> right here they're pretty expensive i'll tell you that 400 bucks <laughs> i have two that's fine <laughs> i have two um But when I first started, we started off with like a regular handheld mic with XLR mm -hmm. cables. Uh, we did start with like a Zoom recorder. And I mean we, but because previously to a Chile podcast, I had a podcast with one of my fraternity brothers called Salud Podcast. Um, and so that's how we started. And little by little, like I would think you need a huge equipment. But now because I do a lot of traveling With okay. my podcast, yeah. I bought myself a DJI mic, mm -hmm. and the DJI mic is about 250 bucks, and it comes with two mics that you yeah. can clip on if you don't want to handheld the mic, right? You could just clip it onto you and the other person, and then you can connect the other adapter to your phone, and you can record camera that way. Mm -hmm. If you want to invest in cameras, mm -hmm. uh, I have Sony. I know it's just kind of preference because at the end of the day, it's the lenses. Yeah. Uh, but I just have two cameras that I have, and that's what I travel with. I travel with the DJI mics, but I actually, because I wanted to put a logo, I bought a $29 on Amazon, like handheld mics. Okay. And then just the cubes were expensive as hell to put the logos. I bought like a couple, well, they're like 60 bucks each cube, right? Mm -hmm. But there's branding on it now. That way, when I do record the podcast and I do have video, like they're seeing the actual brand because i want brand recognition on it mm -hmm. so yeah cool. so it doesn't I, i would say i mean the cameras is probably going to be the most expensive but start off with this phone yeah yeah definitely minimum a thousand dollars i would say yeah because i learned that lighting is the most important because yes. it can make if you have the worst lighting but you have the most expensive camera it's not gonna work yeah yeah so i try that. to do natural daylighting <laughs> i'm not gonna lie yeah and, and that's i mean just the learning process like we could buy the most expensive but have bad lighting so definitely get you know yes i was i forgot to mention the lighting yeah go back to some <laughs> of my youtube videos you're gonna be like what is wrong with you i was like i'm not good with cameras like yeah. i don't know the settings my brother's the one who knows the settings yeah so some of my better work is because my brother filmed it like outsourcing as your business starts to grow you outsource you don't have to be an expert for everything mm -hmm. like i have an accountant i don't know mm -hmm. anything about i mean i know enough yeah, and i yeah. love talking about money but get a good accountant <laughs> like and get a cpa not just a regular tax person because cpas will know the loophole you'll pay a little bit more money but they'll save you away like a, a lot more mm -hmm. advertising shit like marketing is so huge when it comes to like marketing your yeah stuff whether that be marketing on radio paying ads on instagram or tiktok you know that's not buying followers no you're just trying to reach new audience mm -hmm. don't buy followers though don't do that that's just gonna mess up your engagement and guess what 
we can tell when you buy followers. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking business. So 2019, okay. you guys started this business, right? Yeah. How has the uh, net been growing year over year? So I know in 2019, Shark Tank. Be- because it <laughs> was just... I'm out. I'm no, just no, Because it was just the two of us. Uh-huh. And so there wasn't a lot of overhead. We had a small office. And so we were pretty much doing like from the... Uh, the marketing to the sales to the fulfillment to all those things so the profit was pretty it was good because there was not a lot of overhead it was roughly like uh like you want percentages or numbers i want numbers okay now numbers uh what was it like i want people to get inspired <laughs> yeah so 2019 i would say that the revenue was like what 100 like 105 like Under, after 105? deductions no, the, so, off? so the no revenue, gross revenue. Yeah, oh, gross. So, okay so gross. the revenue was like 105,000 in sales but then the profit itself was like around 29 yep. 30 yeah. around 30,000 so that was the first year how much and, did you guys pay yourselves uh and that one it, we were probably paying ourselves like not a lot huh? the like, minimum just pay, minimum wage paying our bills just yeah to survive yeah, yeah minimum yeah. wage and so we were paying ourselves and so i know that that year it allowed you to go full time and i yeah. think i went that year too or was yep. it the next year it was the same year uh, the same year that's when you guys knew like oh something how did the pandemic come and change that yes and so because we're in e-commerce that completely changed like you've seen like you couldn't go outdoors so all you had was your computer your phone your tv so people went online and then the unemployment came in and then the what do you call it the the check you guys get a pp PPP loan, yes. You did? We did, Ooh. because at that point, we... Eso mamones, get it for the Latino community. <laughs> yeah, and so in 2020, um, I, the revenue grew to 700000 uh, in a year. And then the profit... Gross. Yeah, the, the gross. And so then the profit, wh- what was that? Because I think you're more familiar with the profit. Yeah, I don't remember, but I think it was... Uh, like, like, like 15%, huh? Like, yeah, I remember it, it's hovered between, like, at the lowest last year was, like, 5%. Eight, eight percent, and then up to like twenty five percent. So the profit and it was still small. It, it was yeah, it was us two, and then we had at that point three other people. Yeah, because we we uh, we got someone to help us in twenty nineteen part time, and then twenty twenty we had two more. Yeah, we we had so we had three in total. Other people, right? Other people. Yeah, so we, in total we were five, and so the profitability there was like around fifteen percent, which seven hundred. That's like seventy, like around a hundred thousand yeah, in profit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 2021 that's when pretty much it took off that's when the unemployment really started coming in the checks uh the what do you call it when they give out the checks the um a stimis. The, stimulus. Stimulus. The, stimulus. <laughs> the stimulus came out yeah. and so pretty much the like from like fe- uh, february the sales were like let's say eighty thousand. Uh-huh. so the next month they just doubled out of nowhere just with us not doing anything people yep. just started buying online yeah, and so that they had extra money to buy yeah and, and they, investing it y'all yeah <laughs> yeah and, and that's the thing like uh maybe you could go in deeper into that to you know what people should have done or could do yeah. uh, but they people started buying and so i know that year the revenue shot up to 1.8 million mm-hmm. yep i love this yeah and, and then uh the profitability was uh, around the same thing like 15 percent. so uh-huh. 1.8 so that's uh 180 like a little over 200 200 yeah. 250 yep. uh and and i think that includes our wages huh that yeah, is yeah. and the okay okay so yeah. out of those 200 did you guys just reinvest it back into the company since that uh, was net because you guys paid yourselves it, we, out we, off ready right yeah so we 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 did try investing it uh, or reinvest it back into the business, but at the same time, um, I think from the previous business that we had was to kind of like not overstretch ourselves. So yeah. la- uh, we left uh, like quite a bit of reserves and in, in the in the bank account, but with that we had to pay a lot of taxes with yep. that too. Of course. Uh, yeah, and then uh, 2022 was pretty much when P- uh, things started back uh, started opening back up. 
Uh, people started going back to work. Yep. They didn't, there wasn't no more unemployment. There was no more stimulus Denise. check. And then the automotive industry, because we're in that. I don't know if you've heard, like, you know, like, cars aren't selling as much. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of repos. There's a, a lot of these things. And so we really felt that. And so we saw the revenue and sales uh, yep. starting to drop. And so that year... I think we did 1.6 million in sales. Still great. Uh, and, but the profitability they go down because you know the sales they go down, but we still had like the infrastructure. We had the people. We had everything that still like that you know for, for, for growth. Like we still had. How the, do you guys market? Uh, primarily like uh, on Google Ads. Okay. Uh, Facebook, we tried it. It's just that we weren't good at it then, so we kind of like just decided to focus on what we were good at so Google Ads. Uh, and then we saw in the marketplaces like Amazon, eBay, Etsy, and then our website. And so like pretty much just ads uh, and the marketplaces. Yeah. So that's pretty much uh, where... But there's still so much room for growth, yeah. like in social media, just yeah. to have that presence. Yep. Yeah. Like I can only imagine if this is just through ads, when the brand is known and it's like, whoa, this DIY kit to, yeah. you know, um, oh my God, what is it? What's it called? The Locasin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, DIY yeah. kits, yeah, DIY, well, kits. DIY kits, pero para los carros, pues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like when people start actually following it and actually yeah. marketing it and whatnot and like engaging with it, then you guys become, mm -hmm. you know, kind of. I don't want to say a monopoly of it, yeah. But like the guys who started and they're Latinos. How how is the turn? Like this is a question. How's the turnover rate? It's like uh, like with people, huh? Yeah, with people. Uh, and that's one of the things that we've learned is building a culture, a culture yes. that people want to come and work here. And so the uh, at the beginning, 2021, like we didn't really know we were doing. That was the first time we were hiring people, working with yeah. people. And so the turnover wasn't high, though. It, it was maybe like, well, I think it wasn't high, like maybe one out of like the four people that we hired uh -huh. left. Uh, but then since then, the last time that someone did leave on their own accord was 2021. Mm -hmm. After that, like everyone that's working yep. here. Okay. May, aside from the people that we hired this year, mm -hmm. everyone has been working here since 2021. So like when we hire someone, one of the things that we look for more than anything is character. Yeah. Not necessarily skill because that's one of the things that we've learned that at least with th these type of positions where they're not like, you know, high, like where you need the skill, yeah. the character that someone possesses is a lot more important than the skill because the skill can always be taught, but the character is something that they have and it's yeah. something that really can make or break like the, the position that they're in and also the people around them. So yeah, how are you making it equitable for both men and women? Equitable. In <laughs> in, 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 <laughs> like, I'm asking these questions because no. it's. <laughs> uh, uh, and so I've never. Y'all can thank me later if you're listening <laughs> to this. I don't think we've ever thought of that, huh? But uh -huh. one of the things, like, we just hire whoever the best uh, person is for that job. Because uh -huh. we don't want to hire someone just because they're certain. Because then that also takes away from someone who has that ability, who has that character to be able to mm -hmm. work that. And so uh, more than. I guess Ecuador is just whoever is best for that position and just how it is like for the fulfillment side one of the things that we've seen like women are a lot and, and not in a bad way that's the thing yeah. like one of the things that we've learned that they're better in that particular position uh, HR like yeah. we you know women is just naturally better yeah. and then uh, and then when it comes to like the images and all that it really just came down to who had you know the, that character but at the same time who had you know some of the skills and so um, I don't think we've ever like really seen looked yeah. into that or yeah. anything like that. It's just whoever was the best fit, and it's really worked. Like the, like how 
we were talking about the uh, turnover, like it's um, it's non-existent. Yeah. The, like That's we true. haven't had someone leave like at all because we've learned that the culture of the company is extremely important. Mm-hmm. Pay is important, but at the same time, culture is extremely important. Wanting to work here, like liking the people that you work with is, is extremely important. We learned that early on and we've kept that and the turnover is just really low. And because of that, this year from last year, we shot, this has been our best year by far. Damn. When it comes wow. to revenue. It makes me so happy that two Latinos uh, you know, like are killing it in mm-hmm. LA and obviously fulfilling mm-hmm. their dreams, their parents' dreams, because it's what uh, another podcast is called Charra Seca Podcast that says, like, our parents didn't come this far for us to get this yeah. far, so keep pushing more. Uh, so, and I feel like this is a clear example. And then, you know, I guess just be as transparent as possible with your employees at yeah. all times. And I say it from, uh, from my experience at different <laughs> companies obviously at that point it's like mm-hmm. yeah you know uh, i i whenever i have a business i don't ever want to make my employees or the people that work with me because i don't want to say they work for me they work with me yeah like, exactly this is a, yep. a partnership yep. like you know um that they're not seen they're not heard or they're just a number because at the end of the day well no you're part of this company you're part Mm -hmm. of this culture and you know and i feel like so many people go into work thinking i'm just another number i'm replaceable and yes you are but there's not going to be another jose for sure i'll tell you that (laughs) (laughs) no definitely um and yeah like uh yeah as far as that uh that's pretty much it on that and huh um I don't know if you had anything else. I think one thing to mention is we're always still learning in business because yes, the, the the year we went down to from 1.8 to 1.6, uh, we were trying to do a lot of stuff that we, we didn't have a clear focus. And then also we thought that because we doubled in one month that it was going to the trajectory was going to continue the same way. So we just kind of like chilled yeah, it back. Like we're a 3.6 value company. We're going to go to Shark Tank and <laughs> ask for a $500,000 loan yeah. for 5% stake of my equity. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, yeah, and that's something we learned that we always got to continue like learning. Yeah. We always have to learn. And that's something that, you know, we just had a clear focus this year. How, you know, my brother mentioned that it's our best year. And, you know, like moving forward, we're just going to continue pushing. We're going to continue. How do you guys, uh, one quick question, yeah, yeah. find passion? Because you didn't go to school. You dropped out. Yeah. My youngest brother dropped out a mm. month before, like, um, you know, completing his uh, bachelor's degree. But he's very much so. And I feel like as a brother, I can only support him. I can't be the person to tell him uh, because then he's yeah, you become a parent for the most part. And like, but he's like super into just video games and smoking weed. And then he goes to, you know, his job. Again, I don't have a problem with smoking weed. Go ahead. But I'm like, bro, like you got to keep going. Uh-huh. Like, how would you guys motivate somebody like that? At least for us, we know what motivated us and it was our parents. Uh, that's first and foremost I think you need to have a reason as to why you're doing some of the things like if you want to succeed or you want to do something else there needs to be a reason as to why for us it was our parents for others it was proving people wrong for others it was because people told them like no you couldn't you you can't do it or you kind of they always talk bad about them and so it was just proving people wrong and so I think 
one needs to find the reason why to do things because if you have that reason in my opinion i believe that waking up getting out of bed it, it, it doesn't it's not an issue it's just like you just have to do it and yep. so i think if people find that reason as to why and it could be anything it could be your kids your wife yeah. my, my kid uh, is uh oh you have a kid yeah <laughs> look at you I, I, I kept on that tradi- latino tradition of having kids early on yeah uh, i was like still no kids 32 <laughs> what's good uh, yeah and so and so it could be several reasons but i think you just need to find your reason as to why you do things as to why you wake up in the morning and then having that and knowing that i think it pretty much will motivate you to just get out of bed but i, I know it's a, it's a difficult question because like everyone has their own like it's, everyone is different but at, at least uh from what i believe it's just knowing why you do things having a why as to mm-hmm. as to do it and so for like for like your brother like you know why would he why would he want to go and you know do more it's like he needs to find the reason because he has everything at home <laughs> yeah. the house is paid for you just yeah. <laughs> like, and damn. that's one of the things that i was gonna mention i think uh-huh. in order for you to find your why you need that adversity you need that challenge because yeah. i, I i'm mm-hmm. not familiar with your brother you know yeah. like i don't know if uh, you're the oldest so i'm pretty sure you had most of the responsibility and you know like if i was in that position i'm comfortable i'm playing video games why like mm-hmm. how, how you mentioned why and you know we kind of had that adversity seeing my parents work um my mom she worked 12 hours a day seven days a week we would see that she would come come home she would feed us my dad the same thing he would work they would work for us Mm -hmm. they couldn't provide like everything you know they provided the necessities but we saw that like early on we saw that and you know having that adversity okay you know we're not at the position we want to be at we know our parents came for to this country uh and looking for something else so having that adversity is like okay no matter what we're gonna make it happen for them and we're gonna make them proud you know we're Did gonna you guys already retire them yeah. yeah well my mom at least because my dad i think he still likes working yeah but my yeah. mom I, I know like the house that we we bought uh it's pretty much them because we we moved out yeah. uh, uh-huh. but we're like right by ne- uh-huh. uh, by them and so like that was the goal Childcare. care it's expensive <laughs> you got your, you got your mom. i mean yeah like it definitely does <laughs> does help and so like and honestly it's, it's the best feeling in the, in the world like having accomplished uh that and uh yeah. But it's because we, you know, that's that was our why at the beginning. Yep. That was our why, and so that's awesome. No, super happy yeah. for y'all. Now I know que esas canas tienen nombre. Called the kid <laughs> oh, and the wife. <laughs> no, no, definitely. Uh, I think genetically too. Uh, my oh. dad has a lot. Okay, so. I'm getting some already. Yeah. So it's like, eh, I'm gonna embrace it when it, <laughs> when it, I'm full. Are you uh, also looking to get a business, or because I know you mentioned that eventually in the future, do you have a business? Or I do. It's not. It's a DBA. It's not an LLC and whatnot. I'll eventually create an LLC out of it, but it, it's called Echel Entertainment, right? Mm. So within that, obviously, I have my Instagram. I have mm. my podcast Instagram. I have the podcast itself. Mm. Um, and then right now, I'm finishing up an ebook where mm. it'll be like Echelegan a tu vida which is more of like my fitness journey and as to why i did it and my fitness tips that i've learned along the way and i i have my certification as a personal trainer but i don't want to push like a a lifestyle of fitness i'm like Mm -hmm. i just kind of want to give you the tools and the resources like hey this is the benefits of working out these are the benefits of food Mm -hmm. like these are some of the foods that our culture has for you that you can consume you know and even though it's an ebook that's why it's very informal right Mm -hmm. That, that, that i'm writing it i'm just gonna have my graphic designer just do it and then one of my friends who loves to read to proofread it but kind of generating income there do i want to have my own business in the future something like this yeah i just still don't know 
uh, what it would be. Yeah, okay. But I love entertainment. I love podcasting. Mm-hmm. I love talking. And if so many people are making content and making a living out of it, like I'm like, why can't I? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I'm going to continue to push for that unless something comes up where it's like, hey, the opportunity. I mean, I would love to go into real estate, but I would just hate to be a realtor. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. love properties and be like, all right, let me be a landlord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I wouldn't probably be a landlord. I'd probably have a company manage yeah. it and just be like, yeah, take the 15%. I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so that that's my my business and my baby. I guess it's Echale Entertainment, awesome. you know, awesome. which is like an entertainment services. And my brother does the photography, videography, mm-hmm. okay. uh, you know, so he has his drone. He's got like he majored in sociology, but he's always been into music production. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, so he loves producing music, the middle one, not the younger one. That's okay. why we're trying to find like a passion for him, too. Yeah. But he loves music production. He loves uh, video editing. Like and I'm like, this helps me because I hate video editing. Mm-hmm. I hate recording. Yeah, I don't know angles. I don't know lighting. He like will go in rabbit holes about lighting and all this other stuff. So uh, through him, I learned like I don't need to be an expert to be a yeah. quote unquote influencer to be mm-hmm. a vlogger like he knows how to do it why not if i can make some money off of it why can't i just pay him yeah definitely you know so for the honda commercial he shot it and nice. i just paid him for it you know he's <laughs> gonna get a w9 or um, w whatever yeah, but shit, yeah. i'm like you're paying taxes on it too like yeah that way he kind of learns too but if it could be a family business mm-hmm. why not yeah definitely yeah. anyone could start a business you just, yes yeah and yeah. just kind of do it find a passion yeah. do it and see how you can charge for it do you want to get into politics because i know you mentioned you like talking politics uh, we like politics too i mean go for it like what are we talking about trump biden hate both of them <laughs> <laughs> what are your views with like um what's going on with, uh, uh, with uh the presidency and then i know so you know what i i feel uh, i i lean more democratic but i am also like a conservative democrat but then mm-hmm. i'm also like a liberal like i could go republican one year i could go democrat mm-hmm. the next year uh do i not like uh trump for what he said and done to our community and the barriers that he's held uh for our community to you know persevere when it's like bro this is a country built of immigrants yeah like yeah like you mm-hmm. i I'm, I'm not a fan of you mm-hmm. do i feel like you are a great businessman yeah i mean granted nobody has one million dollars that their daddy gives them and to start a business to play around mm-hmm. with but guess what you were able to turn a million dollars into multi-million so mm-hmm. you know what kudos to you it's called generational knowledge and generational wealth yeah. i'll probably have that one day with my kids you probably will mm-hmm. too and it's just the way life works i always think of like the nepo babies and what like my kids are going to be nepo babies too mm-hmm. like so mm-hmm. the, the whole point of us succeeding in this country is so our family members in the future don't have to work as hard as we did mm-hmm. you know my parents your parents le chingaron un chingo yeah we had to do it in our own way but now our kids won't have to do it mm-hmm. as much as we did, you know? Yeah. And then, and you guys didn't have to go through what your parents had to go through. So in that sense, it's like, look, Trump's dad gave him a million dollars to play with. It's generational wealth. Yeah. It happens. Live with it. Deal with it. We can't get stuck in the, oh, but he had a million dollars. Okay, so what? Oh, Grab yeah. your million dollars, pass it on to, <laughs> you know, through a trust fund, right? Yeah. Uh, but there's just something about his lack of 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 leadership and his lack of sensitivity and his lack of 
you know, uh, through the whole situation with immigration. And it's just like, mm -hmm. well, you're just attacking Latinos where immigrants, mo the majority of the immigrants come through plane, not mm -hmm. through the border, mm -hmm. you know, and they just overstay their visas. And yeah. I'm like, why can't you get that through your head? Biden, on the other hand, mm -hmm. I feel like, I mean, Democrat, we wanted something different. So, I mean, I voted for Biden because I didn't want Trump. And I was just like, I, I, I hate false promises from politicians. Mm -hmm. And I hate that he doesn't yeah. have guts to yeah. stick to his word. Like, obviously, I have student loan debt that I want to get rid of. He did mm -hmm. promise student loan. Do I feel like um student loan cancellation would help hell yeah like if ppo ppe loans were forgiven mm -hmm. yeah. why can't student loans be forgiven you yeah. know if there's so much uh taxes that we pay for certain things why can't some certain things be subsidized um and i just feel like he he has guts do i feel like when so many people say like but you decided to take out the loan i was like yeah but these colleges and mm -hmm. are predatory and i'm 18 yeah. years old with a lack of knowledge yeah. that this education system provided so of course i'm going to be rebellious and revolt later on when i'm aware yeah. uh, of it all but do i also feel like yeah i have a decent job i could pay off my loans cancel the interest i'll mm -hmm. pay off my loans cancel the interest don't keep fucking me up mm -hmm. and i'll pay the loan yeah like help me in some type of way meet yeah. me somewhere where i feel like i'm not getting screwed over in the long run and this american dream is being pushed further and further away you know mm -hmm. um so where do i stand in politics i mean i'll know when i get there because mm -hmm. right now do i feel like there should be a age limit as to who's mm -hmm. in senate who's in uh, uh, the chair of presidency yes do i am i like super aoc i'm like hell yeah i like what she talks and do i love bernie sanders i wanted bernie sanders i felt it yeah. was different mm -hmm. you know was it super radical and so many people are like they're mm -hmm. so out there maybe that's what we need mm -hmm. uh you know you, you don't know like a lot of people thought we needed trump that's why they voted for mm -hmm. him and guess what like <laughs> Yeah. You know, uh, a lot of people are saying like, well, Trump's economy was great. I was like, well, we he also started the pandemic. Well, like he could have prevented a lot of deaths by, you know, closing the borders, closing flights. He could have done a lot more communication. Um, yeah. Anywho, <laughs> ask questions and I got you. And yeah. that's one of the things because I think we're, I'm over here that you guys are probably like I hate this guy. No, 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 no. <laughs> we've always been here in in our own bubble, and yeah. so when it comes to politics, I feel like the, the lack of uh, just the not just the lack of knowledge and what's going on. I think has also like um, maybe prevented us from seeing things like from a bigger point of view. One of the things that that I know that you've mentioned it uh, and that people have mentioned is that Trump was like uh, kind of like talking down on Latinos or yeah. or, or like pretty much just. It was his narrative. It was his agenda. What 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 what, what were those things? Because I know I, I know build a wall. Yeah, build and, a wall. And the build a wall. I think the intention. Well, I don't even know what the intention, but that. But then, kind of like, what are some of the things that he that he said? Well, I think just identifying a, like undocumented people as aliens, and it's mm -hmm. like really, bro. Like they have to be from another planet first of all. <laughs> you know, illegal aliens yeah. and lots and lots and lots of them. I can imitate them really well, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, um, that so it's lack of sensitivity okay. towards other uh, other mm -hmm. cultures, ethnicities, yeah. and whatnot. There's the whole that you know Mexico's not sending its best people; it's only mm -hmm. sending rapists and murderers and whatnot and it's like well most mass shootings are here in the united states done mm -hmm. by white males mm -hmm. like so there's domestic terrorism but you're not going to acknowledge that you're not going to do anything of that because what guess what mm -hmm. the nra is giving you money 
and like we get it like all these business big pharma mm-hmm. and whatnot they're mm-hmm. putting and pushing agendas in politicians because they're getting money out of it and mm-hmm. i'm just kind of over it and it's like how do you want me to pay taxes and not be an asshole about it how do you want me to not advocate for uh you know universal health care for an immigration reform for student mm-hmm. loan cancellation you know when you guys are just easily being swayed yeah. on like vote yes or no on this mm-hmm. oh i'm gonna vote no on this because they gave me mm-hmm. fifty thousand dollars well well yeah fuck you <laughs> <laughs> give us some of that money speak up for your constituents mm-hmm. like i'm tired and uh, of like in mexico at least i know they're corrupt yeah. here it's like yeah. they're trying to tell you that they're not corrupt like no you are yeah. You mm-hmm. are. And as we get older, it's like we're not dumb. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> well, I mean, we can't vote. So. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. true. We can't we can vote. Yeah, we can't vote. Yeah. No, I think if uh, we were to, or at least for me, I'm not talking for you, but um, I, I wouldn't c- consider myself either Democratic or Republican. It's just w- whatever I see fit. Because uh, one thing exactly. I do, I do uh, agree with that Obama did because it benefited us, which was the DACA. Mm -hmm. But like pretty much uh, a lot of the stuff that else he did is pretty much like on on the fence. Like some I agree, some I don't. So I think it's just um, especially nowadays, people are like, you're either going to be on the right or you're going to be on the left. You're either going to be Democratic or you're going to be Republican. If you're Mexican, you better uh, be Democratic. Democratic. If you're, you know, like from the U.S., uh, you know. And, and, and you also get associated by state. If yes. you're from uh, California. California, you're gonna ha- you have to be Democratic. Or if you're from Texas, you have to be Republican. But I think it's people should be able to decide without the the public pressure of you know I'm afraid to speak out. I'm afraid to you know I, I don't agree with everything that Biden says or mm-hmm. I don't agree with everything that Trump says. I think people should just you know like decide. Okay, this can this candidate. I agree with because he is in favor of this, 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 but I also don't agree with because he does this. Yeah. And I think there's been a notion lately and it has to do maybe through the years of of politics and media coverage that we've associated blue with good, red with bad. Like, you know, Democrats are good. They're nice people. Republicans are mean, evil. And we see them with some of their their people in the Senate or, you know, that like you're just like, really, what is in your head? Las cosas que dices son estupidez. Uh, but it's not that way mm-hmm. there's a i have so many republican friends that i can have a decent conversation with and then i'm like you know what i didn't see it that way because i'm so i don't want to say blinded but i'm just so bombarded yeah. with all like the de- democratic stuff that i'm like oh i don't agree with but then i'm like wait and then as you start owning a business, you obviously are trying to see where to pay less taxes. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, California tax you for everything. everything. Yep. So yeah. you're just like, well, yeah, I'm going to learn lean more towards what benefits yeah. me. Yep. You know, and I think everybody, not everybody can be a business owner, but everybody should own a business because mm-hmm. then you start learning the tax system mm-hmm. and yep. how it can benefit you. Yep. You know, like I have a hundred dollars and W two employee, then they tax me, then I have this much left. I have a hundred dollars here, but I pay everything first, and then I get taxed yeah. on yeah. whatever's left. And it's just like oh, genius. <laughs> no, the, the, yeah. yeah, we paid more in taxes in California than federal. Oh yeah, the, yeah that's true. Like, the, yeah, there was several years that yeah. California taxed us more than the federal than the that they did. So I'm like, I hope everything is in 
as a tax write-off your cars you hired your kids you have your 401ks your iras your backdoor iras like look into that and if your accountant hasn't told you that get a new one (laughs) he's like i I will say they're solid because i know they deal with like uh like business owners type of clients so i I know like and i know you handle more of that yeah so they're a firm they're uh, okay they're pretty good Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. You want a second opinion? I got you guys. Okay. I'm not a CPA, but like I have people who are CPA Latinos. You know, trying to always keep the money brown. Oh, he's Latino, huh? Like uh, Vasquez? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> keep the money brown, yo. Keep the money brown. Okay. <laughs> no, definitely. No, but uh, is there anything else you want to say to anyone who is watching? Um, any piece of advice, yeah. whether it be like business, politics, or saving, or mm-hmm. you know, trying to build that generational wealth, like you mentioned, or whatever you do uh, in life, push, go for it. Don't live in the fear. Uh, don't give people the power uh, over you. So one thing that my drama teacher in high school said: if you learn to make fun of yourself, nobody else is gonna take that away from you like nobody else is going to be able to make fun of you so that really stuck to me so if i fall trip mess up haha jose mm-hmm. guess what yeah, i'm gonna laugh with you like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna be like get all red and, and people tend to do that they yeah. get all shy and red it's like no people want to see you succeed so be comfortable with who you are be comfortable with to make fun of yourself because then nobody else is going to have that power for you that doesn't yeah. mean you're not going to get embarrassed from time to time but that that's just life and then listen to my podcast follow me on instagram yeah. uh echale podcast arroba jose quintero tv that's my instagram or echale podcast on instagram but yeah, yeah. that's where we're at trying to get those numbers up <laughs> <laughs> everything is going to be in the description so yeah. check it out check yeah. them out definitely but uh any final thoughts before we end it or? uh what is your podcast mainly consist of so uh it's a little bit of everything i i'm Again, like you guys said, defining what I wanted to do. So now kind of the tagline is Echandole ganas a la vida one day at a time. Mm-hmm. So it's storytelling. It's mm-hmm. stories, whether those stories are from people from my town, like how they got to where they are, okay. their business owners, their finance uh, podcast, where it's like, well, let me hear your story. But then how did you get to where you are? If it involves finance, but it's like we're all trying to, you know, live this thing called life. And we're all trying to live it one day at a time. And don't one thing that my mom would always say is like, Echale ganas, mijo, every time I would go to school. So mm. it's like, Echandole ganas a la vida, one episode at a time. So with every episode, I just want people to take away something, whether it be entertainment, a funny laugh, or valuable information that they can go home and kind of be mm. like, you know what, what Jose said about a 529 plan, an mm. IRA, or maybe I should start a business, yeah. maybe I should start a podcast, you know? So I want them to take away something that they can continue echándole ganas a la vida en awesome awesome yeah yeah and if you want to like i mentioned everything is in the description check out jose quintero with jose quintero tv yeah my name is alexis my name is juan thank you guys for watching and we'll see you on the next one <laughs>